0: Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Triangles Meditation Group, a weekly webinar to introduce the work of Triangles to people who are new to it and to aid them in the forming of Triangles. Another purpose underlying our work together is to create a platform for those of us who are already members of Triangles to come together each week and participate in a meditative visualization in the support and strengthening of the work of Triangles and the Planetary Network. Triangles is a simple visualization technique using the power of thought and prayer to uplift and transform consciousness. The work is simply the establishing of a line of light, of loving communication between three people who agree to vivify that triangular link every day. Three people linked together as a triangle of light, mentally, spiritually, and in a spirit of goodwill to all humanity. This triangle is then placed within the planetary network of triangles. And as the network is visualized, the great invocation is sounded in order to release and circulate spiritual energies throughout the entire etheric network and into the consciousness of humanity, touching all open hearts and minds that can respond to spiritual stimulation when it is released into the atmosphere. Triangles need only take a few minutes each day and can therefore be fit into even the busiest of schedules. So today we have a opportunity to speak briefly with Michael Robbins. As many of you may know, he's the co-founder and president of the University of the Seven Rays and the Seven Ray Institute, and he's presented conferences with that group over many years now. Michael's a long-standing teacher of the Ageless Wisdom through the study of the Seven Rays, Esoteric Astrology, Cosmology, and Rayology, And Michael's also the author of Tapestry of the Gods, a two-volume psychoanalytical rheological treatise on the seven rays, and also of the infinitization of selfhood, a philosophical treatise on the nature of identity. So we look forward to hearing from Michael a little later after our meditation. And so now, as we have been doing for the last few weeks, prior to the sounding of our mantra, which you see on the screen, we'll just do a brief visualization. So lift your consciousness to as high a point on the mental plane as possible. Look out over the world, seeing it as it one of light, with here and there points and centers of intensified light. See the energies of this network of light pulsating to the rhythm of human aspiration. Now regard yourself within the planetary network as a channel among many channels transmitting the energy of the spiritual hierarchy. Imagine the potent love energy pouring through the network of light, stimulating the many points and centers of energy, transforming the pulsation of human aspiration into the rhythm of the planetary heartbeat. Radiance are we and power. We stand forever with our hands stretched out, linking the heavens and the earth, the inner world of meaning and the subtle world of glamour. We reach into the light and bring it down to meet the need. We reach into the silent place, and bring from thence the gift of understanding. Thus with the light we work and turn the darkness into day. So as you know, today is the day of safeguarding, the day of the Aquarius full moon, A day when we're asked to cultivate an inner silence amidst our outer activities. And today, as many of you will know, the potencies of this alignment are augmented powerfully by the fact that it is a, also a lunar eclipse. And so the portal which extends so beautifully at this time from the greater Zodiac which is, we're told, is entering into Aquarius in the larger cycle and in the lesser Zodiac it is also, we're also entering into the sign of Aquarius and then in the Zodiac that conditions our planetary life we also find ourselves at this period in the sign of Aquarius. And so this triple alignment could perhaps be um, said to be a greater macrocosmic manifestation of the alignment between spirit, soul, and personality in an individual. So it's a, a potent opportunity each year when we work with the energies of the Aquarius full moon to bring through these waters of life because that's really what the keynote of this sign says and it's what the energy that will be pouring into our world over this next coming 1600 year period when the Sun moves into Aquarius humanity will learn through the activation of our individual etheric or energy bodies to appropriate life in group formation and to use that life to uplift and transform others, to give forth from the water pot within ourselves so that our lives can be of moment in these uh, challenging times as we pass through this great transition period. So I'd like to now ask us to take a moment of silence to prepare for our visualization its link in thought as a soul, a point of light and love, with all those people throughout the world who are working with this Triangles meditation group. Sound together the affirmation of will. In the center of the will of God, I stand. Nought shall deflect my will from his. I implement that will by love. I turn towards the field of service. I, the triangle divine, Work out that will within the square and serve my fellow men. Using the creative imagination, link with two other points of light to create a triangle of light. Hold the consciousness immersed within the light of the group's soul, the heart of love which underlies and infuses the network. Hold the group mind open and receptive to this in-pouring energy of love. Now visualize light and goodwill, circulating around the triangles from point to point and flowing out through the network into the hearts and minds of men and women everywhere, healing and transforming human consciousness and establishing bright human relationships. Prior to sounding the great invocation, let's pause to visualize the network acting as a link between the world of spiritual realities and humanity and as a channel through which light and love and divine purpose may flow into human consciousness. Ooh. Thank you, everyone. And now we have the opportunity to hear from Michael. And so let me unmute you, Michael.
1: Hello? Yes, hi.
0: Hi, Michael. Hi,
1: Kathy. Hi, Kathy and everyone. I hope you can hear me. Yes. And uh, I'm uh, grateful for the opportunity to be able to uh, uh, join your process and share a few thoughts Who knows what, but a few thoughts anyway.
0: (laughs) Well, we look forward to hearing from you. I have a few questions, and then we'll open it up to the audience, and I'm sure they'll have some questions and comments as well. Okay, so I'm going to let you um, have the screen now.
1: Do I say start my video? Is that what I do?
0: Uh,
1: Yeah. Okay. Let's just see what happens here. Mm -hmm. And um, okay, and... Maybe that will do it, and, uh, okay, you should be able to yeah. see the egoic lotus in blazing glory. <laughs> yes, we do, and we see you okay. hiding, hiding there. <laughs> uh, okay.
0: okay, so today's the day of safeguarding of the Aquarius' full moon, a sign of great importance to our planetary life. What do yes. you understand to be the major conditioning factors in this Aquarian energy And what impact do you think they will have as the new age gets underway?
1: Well, uh, it's the uh, great sign that is particularly associated with hierarchy, that uh, uh, great unity of advanced souls. And so, um, you know, as members of the new group of world servers, let's say we work under the driving energy of Taurus, but... As we approach closer to the hierarchy and even in the servers, uh, we join this unity of radiating souls and uh, uh, recondition the etheric network, especially of humanity. Um, Well, you know, let's see, if I can uh, maybe, yeah, no, I'll do that, okay, I'll do this. And I hope you can see this. Um, Yes. Basically, our etheric body, as so many people know, is found on these lower four subplanes of the etheric physical plane. But when we're talking about Aquarius, we're talking about the lord of a great constellation, and the highest planes here on our cosmic physical plane uh, are in a way ruled by... Aquarius, just as these lower 21 are, in a sense, ruled by Saturn. And so we have the opportunity to, under Aquarius, to connect with the great brotherhood, sisterhood of hierarchy, and we have the opportunity to connect also with the intuitional plane, the plane of spiritual will, the plane of our monad, and the sea of fire. And all of these are uh, somehow ruled in a large and general sense by Aquarius. So I, w- I would just call it kind of uh, substituting the higher planes for what we normally experience in this dense physical body of our planetary logos. And, you know, it's going to be an age of wonder. Uh, the the Tibetan talks about the, <clears throat> yes, the wonders of the new age. It's, it's going to be very scientific. It's going to be according to the period. Now, you know, the way I calculate it, uh, each one of these equinoctial ages lasts about 2,160 years, or in a rounded-out period, 2,500 years. We hear that the Christ took up his point uh, within the center of a triangle, you know, consisting of the avatar of synthesis, uh, the spirit of peace in the Buddha, and he will be there for 2,500 years. Now, you know, that's maybe a little longer than the technical age of Aquarius lasts, but in the first part of it, there will be difficulty. It will be ruled by Saturn, and we have to learn the right brotherly-sisterly adjustments. There may be issues concerning, you know, water problems and sharing the fluids of the Earth and so forth. The next uh, 720 years, according to my calculation, uh, deals with the planet Mercury especially, and in a way it's ruled by, uh, let us say, Gemini. It will be a very brilliant age, brilliant uh, intuitive mental age. And then just to make a long story short, the last 720 years is the era of brotherhood, particularly brotherhood, it, it, uh, as the Tibetan describes it. It's going to be uh, ruled by Venus And the true, uh, what we call, uh, love between human beings will flourish at that time. Now, that's what we're all really looking forward to, but it's going to take a lot of work, no question, and many incarnations as we disabuse ourselves of wrong human relations which are based upon the lower ego consciousness. Now, what was your question? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you answered a couple of them.
0: Um, So each sign brings in major conditioning influences from the planets, the ruling planets and the rays.
1: What will be the
0: impact of these influences under Aquarius?
1: Well, you know, Saturn, well, you know, every planet is a great deity and has more than one ray. Sometimes we think about Saturn ruling the first 720 years. It forces humanity to face its karma. It's basically a third-ray monadic planet it's one of the great planets that we call in the synthesizing triangle. So mm-hmm. the highest of all those planets really uh, have to do with Uranus, um, Neptune, and Saturn. So a lot of the third ray will be coming in, and many financial adjustments will occur, and we'll have to learn the hard way about what it really means to share uh, between ourselves. Now remember the Christ can't even really... Uh, begin his reappearance process, cannot show up in physical person until a measure of sharing exists in a habitual way between the nations. The yeah. the, the the next is Mercury. Of course, it's a brilliant uh, planet, and it has everything to do with cultivating manners, a mind, but it, it's more than that. It's a fourth-ray planet, but on a deeper level, it's a fifth-ray and third-ray planet. So it is the most truly mental planet of all, and the linking of the mind with the intuition, I think, will really be a condition human beings at that point. Now, um, here's, here's another uh, factor. You know, we are entering, he, he says our science cannot tell us when it is exactly, but we're entering an approximately 25,000-year Platonic period which is going to be ruled by Aquarius. We don't know whether it's ruled by the Seventh Ray also. So this Aquarian influence is huge. It's going to extend a long, long way into the future. And now we're just talking about a small equinoctial age of, let's say, 2,500 years, or according to the actual figures, 2,100 And 60 years. But let's just say telepathy in all of its manifestations, all kinds of travel, all kinds of sending and receiving of energies, the stimulation of the etheric body in entirely new ways, and the circulation of the ethers in new and healthy ways under the seventh ray will be coming in when Mercury rules. Now, when it comes to Venus, um, it is our great prototype. Uh, Venus and the Earth should be equally developed but they aren't because there's been a lot of trouble <laughs> on the here 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 on our planet and and on the moon and so forth and we fell behind so we look to Venus to set the ideal of what soul life in the spirit of love and in the spirit of wisdom really would look like when practiced among human beings so it's going to be really a time of beautiful, flowering and uh, fruition, yes, if we can work through the earlier 1500 years of the age of Aquarius in the proper way. I think, you know, D.K. gave out in a letter to one of his uh, chalos that the actual time of the starting of the age of Aquarius will be 2117. And interestingly enough, that's the moment when venus again yeah. transits across the yeah. face of the sun That's very a... interesting coincidence yes
0: not a coincidence obviously
1: well you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> looks like a coincidence but i'm sure there's yeah. something in it. so anyway meanwhile what do we do we who will have a number of incarnations before that time what we do is we try to come on rapport with the venus aspect of our own nature and if we Look for what that is. I'm not sure that I can make this happen, but let's just see. Uh, this, this is the Venus aspect of our nature. This is the egoic lotus uh, underlie by underlay by the solar angel. This is our true home in heaven. This is uh, in the third heaven. It's on the higher level of the mental plane, and it, and and basically, this particular figure is sometimes called the triangle. Now, the whole point of all this is to be able to get the triangle into the square. And you know, the the Masons have that. They fold down their triangle over the square. And they they have an ability, or we will have the ability, to infuse our etheric body, which is very, in a way, (laughs) Uh, square-like. We will bisect the square esoterically the way D.K. said
0: his teacher
1: mm-hmm. thought, taught him yeah. to do. So yeah. he cha- changed the square into a triangle, and that's our job. Sacred planets have the triangle as their uh, major figure in their etheric body. and And uh, the age of Aquarius will be a very etheric age, and health will improve dramatically under Aquarius and the seventh ray, simply because of the circulation, the divine circulatory flow which Aquarius rules.
0: Yeah. Do you have any thoughts to share as to the nature of the process of sacredization of our planet?
1: Well, you know, (laughs) let's make ourselves into more sacred human beings. Yeah. It all all starts with every one of us. You know, it's so easy to project out there and see the other guy as doing the wrong thing, but we have so many things hidden under Pluto which have to rise up to the surface. We have to see these things, and we have to deal with them. So we have to start by learning what it means to come together in love and light in the group and see our identity as more towards the universal. After all, Aquarius rules universality that's what we're told Mm -hmm. and you know it's not the whole universe okay but what what it really means is taking the whole solar system in as your habitat so let's study very hard uh, meditate with uh, at a high point of tension and to help people the best we can and that's going to take care of the elevation of humanity if disciples can just do that their radiation is going to help everybody. So let's let's look first to our own situation, the situation of our groups, and then spread the ageless wisdom however we can, because that thought form has to win by the end of this century, says Blavatsky.
0: And in terms of the sacredization of earth, systemically considered, yeah. what are the implications there that you've?
1: understand well they're, they're, they're really pretty big yeah uh, be, because because if you think about it earth is the base of the spine center mm-hmm. of the solar logos now you know uh, we all know that let's use an analogy that with the human being that basal center may um, sustain some simply physiological and organic things uh, you know just keep us kind of going and it's related to the etheric body just the way the sacral center is related to the dense physical. There's kind of a switch going on there, but the thing about it is mm-hmm. that only at the third initiation is there enough heat, enough uh, vitality in the base of the spine center, which is Earth, to really begin uh, the rising of systemic kundalini uh, to the the the, uh, the the highest head center, which in a way is ruled by the sun or by Uranus. So there's an interplay between our solar god and our earth, and it's a question, you know, I know this goes into cosmic fire and stuff like that, but everything is evolving. So um, our solar logos is evolving. Now there's a question of whether our solar logos will take the great fourth initiation of renunciation in this solar system, he's got another one coming, or whether he can actually move on to becoming a master solar logos such as the logos of Sirius will be and our little planet plays its role in that because at the um, fifth initiation of mastership it's the base of the spine center which is the major center so our evolution right here on the earth making it a sacred planet passing through some kind of fifth initiation right here on the earth the whole planet will condition whether the solar logos can move on more rapidly into the next solar system. I know it seems like a very big thing, and we've got trillions of years left in a way, but we might as well get the big picture and see what our tiny little activities are fitting into.
0: Yeah, and, and as you
1: as you yeah.
0: first mentioned, it, it has a lot to do with humanity, doesn't it?
1: This Well, yeah, yes, it does, of course, because we're that middle kingdom, and we have to Bridge the higher kingdoms with the lower. Now, the, the kingdoms, as we know, I just reviewed them. The the, uh, the mineral, these are the evolving kingdoms the mineral kingdom, vegetable, animal, human, then the kingdom of souls, then the kingdom of planetary lives, the sixth, the Chohans are there, and then finally the kingdom of solar lives. Now, we stand between the higher three and the lower three and we have free will but not too much wisdom and the way we handle things will 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 condition whether we have an integration on our planet or whether we remain in a rather fragmented state which is uh, not conducive to the unity of a love wisdom system but by the way uh, by the way the soul ray of our planet and thus at this time the most important ray is the second ray, and Aquarius, the age of Aquarius, will be the age of universal love. That's what it's meant to be. Now, hopefully we can bring that out, and we will not be captivated by all of the uh, amazing inventions, and the technological advancements, and all kinds of magical process. We've got to keep the heart in it, and it's white magic that we have to follow.
0: Thank you, Michael. So now I'll open it up to the floor. Anybody who would like to share a comment or a question, you can either raise your hand by clicking on your name in the um, participants box, or you could type in a a question or a comment for Michael in the chat box.
1: Okay, I don't see any of that, but you can advise me. Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay. Um,
1: (laughs) Okay. anything goes, anything goes, you know, yeah. that's, that's what I, I always tell my students that, uh, okay, now we've just had a subject. You can think about the subject or ask about the subject, or you can just talk about occultism if you want to. And you know, that's fair game too. Um,
0: yeah. David Trice asks, is there any way we can obtain the beautiful graphics that you've presented?
1: Ah, uh, that's my wife, Tuya. And, uh, I think she's, uh, here as well, somehow tuned in. I hope so uh that the link was sent to her and people ask about this and we indeed would like to distribute it look look they really belong to dk right you know in a sense uh but uh, we've tried to be as authentic as we can about the colors and the meaning and the 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 quick answer is yes and the manner of the distribution um you know that that is still being worked worked out but you can be sure that as soon as we start to distribute these things that anybody who wants them will be able to use them. I hope I'm not speaking out of turn. And, uh, you know, if Tuya's is there, she can answer further on this matter.
0: Okay, great. Um, so Nina asks, what is love really? We're told it's not sentimental. So what is it?
1: Okay. It uh, Well, you know, how many definitions of love are there, and then no verbal definition will hold. And DK has so many wonderful definitions, and I think it's the hardest question of all to answer. But, but for me, it is the uh, realization of um, identicality with all other beings. In other words, uh, when my heart is open, I can begin to see the sameness of soul in everybody and really the sameness of mm-hmm. spirit. Uh, it goes beyond liking and disliking, which is sentimentality, right? DK is always warning us about, you know, love is not any attraction within, it's not any affection, it's not any attraction within the uh, lower system. It is a soul approach, triadal approach monadic approach until there is a merging into identicality of being, and that to me is the greatest expression of love. In other words, I can love you, but if I am you, I love maximally, love even more. So it's, it's the major, major question on our planet with its second-ray soul, and in our solar system with its second-ray soul, and I don't even pretend to be able to answer uh, as beautifully as Master DK has done. I mean, we, re, what we really ought to do sometime is take a compilation on love, what Master DK has said, and really, over a series of weeks really examine that but for me it's whoop sorry it's it's uh, realizing the sameness of all beings regardless of their uh, external manifestation it's realizing that one is actually the other and that's a tough thing to do very very subtle and one has to work on it for years and lives as far as i can see i hope i didn't evade your question
0: No, that's great. Um, And Tuya is saying that um, some of the images are experiments. They will come along. Please let me know who wants them. So if you'd like the images, you could just put your uh, email into the chat box and I'll forward them to Tuya. Um, Kathy writes, we need to continue this on a regular basis, please. I really appreciate the bigger picture and synthesis of concepts. Thank you.
1: Thank you. I mean, you know, when we compare our mind to Master D.K., there's just no comparison. But he has come to teach us to think with the abstract mind first. And for the next 2,000 years, that's going to be the story. The sixth subrace of the fifth root race will be operative. And then begins to fade in the 10 million year sixth root race when the true intuition will be cultivated. So we have to, you know, begin to move in that way towards it.
0: Um, John writes, regarding the timeline of the Aquarian Age, 720 year segments, could you articulate a little more about the reappearance of the hierarchy and the conditions necessary to help that process?
1: Okay, well, you know, the conditions necessary is that we really do our work, uh, support goodwill in every way, uh, strengthen the Triangle's network because it is a work which must go on, uh, deepen our point of tension in meditation and uh as far as the interior study goes just have a well-stocked mind the way alice bailey and dk said we should now that's about preparing and then you know spread the great invocation as as far and wide as possible and uh somehow live a life of example you know what did he say in treason white magic they inquire the way uh, live, um, how does it say? Obey the inner impulses of the soul. Don't pay any attention to worldly wisdom, and then finally set an example. Okay, those four, those four things are our requirement. Now, the first, you know, I talk too much. The first part of the question, uh, repeat it for me, uh, Kathy. Um, what was the first part of the question?
0: Hold on, I have to get.
1: Back I'm so there. sorry. <laughs> um, yeah.
0: Yeah, basically what you. You answered it, yeah. But
1: I had one more thing to say, if I could hear that first part of the Regarding question.
0: Regarding the timeline of the aquarium. Ah, age, the could you okay, articulate look. a little more about the reappearance of the hierarchy. I, it's not I really can't. asking about the timeline so much.
1: We can't really say low here, low there. We can't say, ah, you know, the Christ is running around East London waiting for the press to recognize him. That's childish, that's foolish. But let's just say this, that in every one of the five centers, a master must be established, and he won't be established first. First, the disciples gather, then the initiates gather, then the master gathers, and then the people uh, in relation to that planetary center, whether it is uh, New York, London, Geneva, Darjeeling, or Tokyo, they start looking to these powerful groups for good advice regarding all manner of things, because the ability of the master and his Associated Initiates and Disciples is widely recognized now just think about that (laughs) that's going to take some time Master DK is coming out in 2025 starting he says around the year 2025 okay all right so you know give or take a few years but he's going to be writing all about uh, astrology and he's going to take the first ray into consideration more than he has before and a whole new series of documents and books who knows what it'll be now that we live in a computer age they will come out and we and a new amanuensis will appear and we have to assimilate all that as part of the bridging that he wants to see going so it's not going to be immediate as a matter of fact there's two places you should go page 699 of externalization of the hierarchy and uh, page uh, 530 in the same book. And then you will, you will see that right now in 2025, only in all probability, the first steps are being offered for practical Um, steps in the externalization of the hierarchy process. So I wish I could, you know, uh, maybe I don't need to run there. Anyway, if you have the Alice Bailey CD-ROM, which I would recommend to everybody, or if you have a copy of the book, Externalization of the Hierarchy, go to those two pages, and you will see all of the preparation that is required before the Christ can really put in an appearance. And then on a great wave of expectancy, and it will be seen as a credible and creditable a possibility uh, he will come. Every eye shall see him, but you know, we'll, not everybody will recognize him, we've been told. He comes for his own. So therefore, a century, at least a century, in my view. Meanwhile, we have all the assimilation of, the, of what D.K. has given and will give to handle. We have the great uh, uh, educational, he calls it propaganda, the propagating of these new ideas about the ageless wisdom so that by the end of this century, occultism can win the day, says Madame Blavatsky. We have a huge amount of work to do before we can expect the Christ to reappear, but that initiates here and there, that even masters and so forth, may appear in certain centers That we can begin to look for, because it's part of the externalization process. But in terms of the Christ appearing, I do believe that most of the sixth ray Piscean energy has to die down, and the real free Aquarian energy come in before the Christ begins his actual reappearance. And it's probably up to humanity. How fast can we do this? How well can we do this? I'm sure, um, you know, I'm sure, okay, that when the Christ looks at the possibility of his reappearance as he anxiously wants to appear, we are told, it's a condition within humanity that signals he can and not a specific date, but I estimate at least 100 years.
0: Um, could I just ask the, the group to please, um, if Tuya could write her email address in the chat box, that they could contact her because otherwise I would have to look up everybody's email address and it's quite time consuming. Yeah. So if you, want, if you want, if you want, if Tuya you would just write her email, then everybody could contact her for that. Otherwise I don't think it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm.
1: Uh, but how do you get there? I'm lost. <laughs> well, the chat I, box. Don't I don't see it. Triangles Meditation, and I see Karen, Sarah, I see the names of people, but I yeah. don't see the chat box. Okay.
0: Um, maybe then I don't know, but it, it, I don't know if I can send out all these. I just don't have the okay. time. Okay,
1: I'll tell, tell you what. I'll uh, just j- just write to, it's Tuya, uh, period, S. How do you, pre- as in, how do you spell Tuya? Two- yeah? T-U-I-J-A. Mm-hmm. T-U-I-J-A, period, S, as in Sam, period. Robbins, R-O-B-B-I-N-S, at gmail.com. Or if, if my uh, email is easier to remember, which I don't think it is, it's infinitize8 at gmail.com. And you can write us and we'll start collecting names of people who would like to have some of these, uh, uh, some of these charts the way Tuya has uh, done them from DK's books.
0: And also if people would like to get in touch with Michael, they can use the same email because he hosts a multitude of webinars and other things. And and Makara.us, M A -A R aus is where you can find uh, much of Michael's work.
1: Yeah. And also the Moria Federation and Antuya does even more of the broadcasting than I do. So if you want to know about our broadcasting program and so forth and our webinaring program, uh, you can write us, you know, and but I'm really very happy about what I see going on here and the number of people that come to this, and I think it's excellent, Kathy, and I'm very happy, very happy to see it. It needs a lot of us to spread the word at this time.
0: Yeah. So we have time for just maybe one one more question, and it's from Wayne Sturba, longtime student you you might know of the ah. of the teachings. Okay. Is so. that he says? Is there a role for the Antikarana in the transition of the Earth to a sacred planet? Uh,
1: yes, because the closer we are in touch with Venus, there's a particular Antikarana that is existing and being built to our prototype Venus. The more rapidly we will rise in our sacredization process. So uh, Venus was sacred after oh, let's see, I think uh, five rounds, and I think they are scheme rounds, much faster, just like the Christ. There's an analogy there between Christ and, uh, and Venus. Uh, Christ moved the fastest among humanity, and Venus, although the, not the most developed planet or the oldest, moved the fastest among the planetary logoi because of the power of love. Uh, Ray 2 monad, Ray 6 monad, There's always two monadic rays, that's another matter, two and six, and a ray five soul. So the closer we come via this Antikorana to Venus, which, by the way, I don't think we're building at all, that's the work of the hierarchy and of the Nirmanakayas and probably of the residents of Shambhala, you know, it's so exalted. But anyway, it's on its way to Venus, and the Venus influence will uh, pervade the Earth and make sacredization much more possible. I don't know whether it's going to take seven rounds in order, uh, uh, planetary rounds, not just scheme rounds, I mean, and not not just chain rounds, um, of the whole uh, planet, let's see, what they say, planetary scheme, yeah, scheme rounds, um, to make us sacred, or whether we can do it in five also, like Venus did. DK said, Venus and the Earth are twin sisters. They should be at the same level of evolution, but Earth fell back because of the moon chain disaster. So the short answer is yes, the Antichorana that's being built by the advanced beings on our planet will contribute to the sacredization, more rapid sacredization of our planet.
0: Okay, and one more because it's important. Please share your vision. It's from from Alexander. Please please share your vision. (laughs) about the importance okay. of the upcoming World Service Festival week des- in December okay. this year, and how well, we could or should prepare for it.
1: Okay, okay. Well, okay, strength in the hands of the new group of World Service, always, you know, that's in... And sometimes uh, uh, some groups are just calling them the World Service because they're maybe not new anymore. But to most uh, people, they are still the new group of World Service. And We have to, look, we have to make sure that we are somehow participating in membership in this group. And this is not easy because, you know, generally DK has hinted that you you ha- the members of the new group of world servers should look for initiates of the second degree and first degree. Now, at what level does that place a true member of the new group of world servers? But the whole idea is to constantly visualize this group under Taurus and the fourth ray with increasing light for all humanity, and to um, talk about this great uh, uh, December 21st to December 28th festival every seven years of the new group of world servers, let everybody know, and then in our own groups, either sponsor groups that are meeting to strengthen the whole idea of service during this time. It's great that this question comes up now because Aquarius is the world server. And Aquarius is pouring forth these energies from the top of the head and from the shoulder and all of that. And the more we serve and induce other people to serve, the more the new group of servers will be valued and the more people will want to participate in that great event. So let them know that it's coming and think always positively in terms of the servers and arrange your own meetings at the time of the festival of the new group of oral servers and let everybody know about it or join one of our events. We have a number of events going, uh, as probably you do too, Kathy, with a I suppose. Oh, oh, oh. Wait, wait, wait. I, I'm hearing things. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Somebody's. <laughs> that was interesting, interesting. Anyway, anyway, keep it in mind. Strengthen with light and love and power. This group, talk about it. Prepare for it. Make sure that your service is as keen as may be during this year. Now, you know, we've got a lot of Jupiter and Sagittarius, a lot of vision coming in here, and we have uh, many useful astrological angles. Let's service we never had before. Talk it up. Meet. Meet over the Internet. Meet in person and be ready for that, that uh, festival week from the 21st to the 28th in Capricorn, Uh, of the new group of world service.
0: All right. Thank you so much, Michael, and really appreciate your uh, sharing with us. And so we're just going to close with a moment of silence to link up with all Triangles workers throughout the world. Thank you again, Michael, and thank you to everyone for your participation.
1: Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.